Hey guys, this is Gabe with Church and State. If you have been thinking about doing your own podcast and are interested in starting a podcast, we want to recommend Anchor. Here's why we use it. A couple of reasons. Number one, it is free, 100%, no cost. And they have creation tools that allow you to create podcasts even from your phone. Then Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on big guys like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many others. So start making money with your podcast today. They've got everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today on Church and State, we'll be covering permanent mask mandates. And is the science settled with God? Well, God is science, so it's settled. Also, if you don't take a temperature, how will you find the fever? Hello, Christian patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Collier. With me, as always, Pastor Gabe Blomgren. How are you doing this morning, buddy? I believe that God is on the throne, even though it seems like everything is out of control. That, Like we were saying, the science with God is settled. Why? Because he is science. And it, it, it seems right now nothing is settled. Everything is shaky in construction. Back when they built your house, Caleb, they had underneath your foundation all this rock and stone, and then they used this giant thing called a vibrator compactor. You ever seen these? They, yeah. just, they literally compact the soil so hard so it's settled. It is settled with God. So I just speak that over us. It is settled in Jesus' name. God is on the throne. He is the foundation in Jesus' name. Yeah, and, and you're absolutely right here, Gabe. You know, Gabe or God established these, these natural laws, things like mathematics and biology and gravity. God established those. So those are actually, in fact, God's laws. But as mankind moves further and further up, away from what is right and what is true and what is virtuous, you're going to continue to expect to see these kinds of attacks Attacks on biology, attacks on, you know, the science is so-called settled. Their science is, is settled. But if, if we actually live by that, imagine what we as a society would still believe. You know, uh, that the earth is the center of the universe, that the, the world is flat. You know, these are all things that through science, through exploring what God's laws actually are, we discovered incredible things. And we want to end that right now. In today's cancel culture, we want to end that. True. The science is settled. We don't progress any further. Absolutely. And those of you who've been uh, finding out about us, we want to settle your new favorite podcast. We have for you a chance right now to check out our podcast. You can see that we upload to Anchor, but we're also available on iTunes and Spotify. If you look for the symbol, it says Church and State Podcast. You'll find all of our previous podcasts. We have some very good interviews with people like Simone Gold and actually Dinesh D'Souza we had the privilege of interviewing. You can also find us on our Church and State Facebook page if you're still using Facebook with the communist uh, proletariat leader Mark Zuckerberg or now we are on Rumble which we are so excited about and you can go to the new American and that's that's something yeah. that we're just thrilled about this is new to us for this week but you can simply go to the new and you will find church and state episodes right there on the top 
Love seeing that. I love it. So real quick here, Gabe, I gotta I gotta hit this again. We're stopping the deep states war on America. This is an event that is coming to Spokane. Well, actually, it's in Coeur d'Alene, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. It's Wednesday, May fifth, Cinco de Mayo, otherwise known as Cinco the Pinko. We've got doors opening at seven p.m. Uh, sorry, doors open at six fifteen p.m. The event starts at seven p.m. It is ten dollars a ticket. If you're interested, you can purchase those at the door, or you can just go to jbs.org, jbs.org, and look for my face. And you can contact me, and I can sell you those tickets. All right, Gabe, let's get into these stories because I'm excited to uh, actually be discussing the topic today. And we're going to start this off in typical fashion with just a little bit of humor. Yeah, I like <laughs> this. Uh, our, our guy Fauci, uh, he's, he's got a new way of stirring up more fear. Exactly. So this is coming from the Babylon Bee. If you're not familiar with the Babylon Bee and you need a couple laughs, Go there. As COVID numbers dwindle, desperate Fauci begins eating sack of bats. That's right. That's great. <laughs> I like this picture, too. It's like he's got a little KFC drumstick there. He's just getting ready to nibble on. The story says that he's, uh, as the pandemic is over and the, the COVID numbers are declining, he's desperately resorting to his last option, and that's to consume an entire sack of bats, hoping that the coronavirus will spread once again, because it worries him. Because how else will he be on TV if we're not constantly talking about COVID-19 and the pandemic. So he releases all these bats, grabs a little bit of sriracha sauce. You got to have a sriracha, oh, right? Boy. Nasty. <laughs> and he's chasing them. He's chasing them around the room. Did he get Ozzy I'm gonna, Osbourne's I'm gonna secret get you. recipe on <laughs> Right, this? there you go. Yeah, just bite the head off. He says, I'm going to eat you up. Oh, you can't outrun me, you little weasels. And then it also says this as well. At publishing time, Fauci was actually seen at the local Walmart licking all the doorknobs. Right. <laughs> you know, a little known fact, uh, if, if you want to watch, there's there's a movie that Matt Damon started in that talked about an outbreak. I think it was called Contagion. Mm -hmm. If you look, those of you who are listeners, if you look up, you can, uh, it's actually hard to find because the movie, I think the elites are kind of keeping it suppressed, but it was, it was very... Uh, I don't know. It didn't explode, but the movie Contagion with Matt Damon, if you watch it, Caleb, this is a little known fact, but in the movie, an animal, guess what? A bat goes to the bathroom on, I believe he has, the, the bat's guano lands on some bananas or something, and that banana gets into the food cycle in a Hong Kong market, and a pig eats it. Big surprise. Here we are. Are, are you serious? And, of course, a massive outbreak happens, and thousands and thousands, millions upon millions die, which we haven't seen that with this pandemic. But it's so weird that they... They have to show us what they're going to do. Hollywood always projects. The elites always project what their, their plans are. And so those of us that are paying attention, uh, Gabe and I, we watch these kind of, these kind of movies. Uh, and sometimes they're not always great. But you got to keep your eye doing. on what the elites are projecting. All right, let's move over to the New American. This story, when woke politicians take away people's food stores, right? So what we've got, we've got in Long Beach, politicians are quite short on common sense, and this should be no surprise coming out of California. But they recently issued a proclamation where they ordered a price increase wage of $4 per hour. Now, what this has effectively done, Kroger owns two stores in this area, and they've closed down the stores because they can't pay it. They cannot pay it. They cannot. There's, there's a, it's a very paltry sum. It's about 2.2% of, of what they actually see in profit right. operating these stores. And when you increase the wage to over $4 more an hour, well, the only option they have is to close down that store. 
And when you close down that store, who does it harm more than anyone else? Does it harm the greedy, so-called greedy corporations? Or does it harm the, the people? No, just the people in yeah. general who now don't have a source for their food. Right. Because let's just face it, in modern America, we don't farm. No. We go to the grocery store and we get all of our foods, all of our necessary items for our day-to-day -day survival. And so when you're doing this, you're actually limiting the options, which is so typical of any kind of socialist state. You're limiting options. That's what makes free market capitalism so beautiful is there's so many options and the top always rises. Right. Free market capitalism always says that we strive for a free market. But when you are forced to pay your employees a certain wage, once again, your bottom line is destroyed. So it looks as if, I, I don't know, it looks like, I don't know, 7-Eleven is going to be the new food source for everyone in Southern California. Maybe. But so here's, here's what's interesting as well, Gabe. This is supposedly a hero pay ordinance. And this is kind of bigger, the bigger issue in this story. Hero pay ordinance. Right. Hero why, pay. why are we designating individuals who simply work at a grocery store as heroes? Okay. When you're looking at, at history, George Washington was a hero. Audie Murphy was a hero. Right. Somebody that simply is right doing brothers. their job. Heroes. Yeah. Somebody who's simply doing their job, that is not a hero. It's just doing your job. Gabe, you and I were EMTs. Okay. Now, within, you know, EMS, fire, police, nurses, there's a lot of so you know hero worship right. in a way, but in reality, Gabe, when you and I put on our uniforms and we worked on those ambulances, you're doing your job. We were doing our job. We'd been trained to do it. I didn't expect to be called a hero. And in fact, I, I'm a Marine. Okay, don't call me a hero. Right. I voluntarily signed on for four years of my life to become a Marine and to defend this nation. I wasn't a hero. Right. I was just doing my job. I agree because you, you know, bottom line is your character signed you on for the job. You made the decision yourself. I agreed to work for this wage. I agreed this was my word. My word is my bond. And then uh, I love this comment. Monica Showalter addresses the store closures in the city council writing, so instead of highly compensated hero workers as dictated by the central planners, the city has now has 300 more heading for the unemployment lines. Yeah. And she says, proud of yourselves, morons, because these people, are that $5 uh, an hour increase has now forced the closures, so they are going to the unemployment lines. You remember the movie The Incredibles? I do. The bad guy in that, he said, when everyone can be a hero, no one will be. Exactly. Right? He's leveling the playing field. He is. And in this modern day where everybody gets a participation trophy. Right. Just for so engaging good. in the sport. Right? You did so good. Right? Pat you on the back. No. Everyone's a winner. No. A hero is somebody that does something out of the ordinary. Right. Somebody that charges a machine gun nest because he's trying to protect his buddies. That's a hero. Not somebody working in a grocery store. And the irony is our Marines overseas, our, our Air Force, our Navy, even our Coast Guard, the wages that they make, that they send back to their families are, are so minuscule. Oh, man. But, okay. but the reality is, is they made the decision to go there and to do that. Even then, when you make the decision to go there and do that for that wage, that's this, this decision you have to live with. That's how free market capitalism works. If you made the decision to do it, you have to live by it. Some city planner can't change it. Yeah, and now some of these professions, yes, is there sacrifice involved? Absolutely. Gabe and I, you know, 12-hour shifts, sometimes you didn't get lunch. You were just patient to patient to patient. That's a sacrifice, but it doesn't necessarily make you a hero. No. All right, moving on. Oregon seeks permanent mask mandate. <laughs> top, top scientists argue no evidence exists to support proposal. 
permanent mask mandate in the state of Oregon. You want to kill a state? They need to change their insanity. The, the beauty of, of these United States, right, is that each state, because they were supposed to be a jealous guardian of their own specific state rights, it allowed competition. It allowed each state to be the best. Yeah. And then encourage businesses and individuals to flock to that state. Here we have it in the opposite direction. Right. You want to kill off this state. You want to make sure that no business ever wants to be a part of your state. That individuals will flee it, move over. Just all they got to do is move a little bit to the, to the east here, Gabe. Move over to Idaho. Right. Right. Move to Texas. That is what is going to be occurring when you push a mandate, a mask mandate, perpetually? I mean, are, are you kidding insane. me? But yeah, we have states like Texas, as I mentioned earlier. We have Florida. I love Governor DeSantis. We have Iowa. That's where all of my family is actually from. Then we have Montana and Mississippi that have all lifted COVID-19 restrictions completely. Yeah. Now, what this is, it's uh, on May 4th, uh, Democrat Governor's Kate Brown's temporary executive order will expire. Now, number one, there's a few things here. This executive order, it doesn't carry any weight of the law. Right. Because the executive branch cannot make law. So, number one, as, as an Oregonian, you don't have to follow this mask mandate. It's not law. And number one, even if, or number two, even if, the, the, uh, if it was passed through the legislative branch, you cannot deny individuals their rights. So this whole thing just, just falls flat. But now, what they want to do is, in the name of the collective good, the greater good, which is a term that you and I both despise, right, right, the greater good. The greater good. Um, the legislative branch is now proposing the, that this will be put into place until they are no longer necessary. You want to talk about writing a blank check to the government until they are no longer necessary? When does that stop? Well, I'll tell you when it stops. It stops when all of you are compliant. That's what this is about. In this article, they, lift, they list doctor opinions and also uh, input on a lot of the decisions these states have made. Uh, I cannot, I will never be able to pronounce this. Dr. Batakaria. I think she, this is, she says, I think masks not only have been effective, but have not only have been effective, but have been harmful. So the mandates themselves have created social divisions in ways that are just really to be regretted. I mean, public health is supposed to create some sort of unity, not the kinds of division and moralization of the behavior that is created. It has created moral grandstanding for individuals thinking that they are so right, when the reality is that the, the data is saying that at this point is ineffective. Amen. And in fact, according to the CDC's own study, Go to the CDC and look at the study. They did, they did a study on the influenza virus, so the common flu. All right, and the flu has a similar size. This virus has a similar size to the COVID-19 virus. All right, but the CDC study said that the data on the mass showed that it does not stop the spread of a viral infection. So is there is absolutely no evidence that a mask mandate actually works. And in fact, Gabe and I did a uh, recent show where the, mask mandates, the masks are actually harmful to your health because... What do they have in them, Gabe? They have graphene, this great little component that they're finding out is very similar to a form of insulation material. Asbestos. And uh, it's causing people to cough and hack, similar to having like a cat hairball. This cannot be good for your future. We, we're going to see, I rem mark my words, we're going to see later on down the road, like, have you worked with asbestos or blah, blah, blah. Please have you contact were you forced to wear a mask? Please contact J.D. Walker and Associates for your legal claim to, if you use graphene masks in 2021. 
Exactly. And so when, when Fauci was actually pressed by, uh, by Jim Jordan, a Republican out of Idaho, on when Americans get their freedom back, his answer was, when we get the level of infection in this country low enough, that is not really a high threat. So We're number, already there. So, so here's, there's a few issues with this. Okay, number one, Jim Jordan, when Americans get their freedom back, we never should have let them go. Never should have even... Never you should give them up. Freedom is in our DNA as Americans. So that's the wrong question to ask. And then his response, when the infection is low enough, that's when you can have your freedom back. Just wear your masks. Continue to social distance. Continue to watch your small businesses shut down and never to reopen again over the pandemic. And, and please realize this, Caleb. Back to capital, capitalism and also how the free market works. If you hear somebody say... Well, I go to that business and when I go in there, they, the, the employees make me wear a mask because they have to or else, or else the health department will shut them down. No, they won't. You can take your business elsewhere. If you go into that business and they have their little employee Stasi run you down, know in your mind, you can tell them, I do not have to wear a mask. If they make you wear a mask or continue, it is not social pressuring from any type of health department. It is that business who is making you do it. Leave the business. Take your business elsewhere. We show people how the law works with our pocketbooks. And speak with authority. When you go in, and I, okay, we do this all the time. We're in Washington State. Washington State has lockdown. been locked down. But Gabe and I don't wear, masks we don't wear masks anywhere we go. The only time we ever wear masks, I'll be honest, is in an airport. It's, it's the TSA one thing. Yeah. has got us, unfortunately. Yeah, the airlines. But, but here's the thing. When you speak with authority, when you go into a restaurant, sir, you need a mask to be in here. Uh, actually, I'm exempt. Uh, no, no, well, you still need to wear a mask. Are you really going to break the law right now? They don't like hearing that. No. And when you can quote, are you really going to violate the Fourth Amendment? Are you really going to violate the ADA? Are you really going to violate HIPAA? Right? Speak with authority and they will back down. Find your backbone, Americans. We need it, especially with what's occurring right now in the well United said. States. All right, moving over to here. We got genetic vaccines. All right, this is an interesting story, Gabe. We've got this huge push, and they are doing everything that they can possibly think of to get every single person to vaccinate. They're going after those of us that they call anti-vaxxers, which I really dislike the term because in reality we are pro-medical freedom. But they have these incentive programs as well. And I, I recently I heard a new one as I was coming to, uh, to the show today, Gabe, uh, where they're, they're giving people, if you, if you work in the hospitality field and you go get vaccinated today or tomorrow, you can get free ice cream, free oh, pizza, wow. free beer. What? Oh, yeah. All this free stuff. That's right? our incentive? So, so Americans... If you willingly become a lab rat, well, you can have a cupcake. <laughs> I got a deal for you. This is knowingly, if you can just take the time to investigate yourself, look online, Pfizer, Merrick, Johnson & Johnson, all of these agencies that work uh, for themselves, they are not uh, some type of savior to the world. They have an agenda. They want to make money. The very th fine print says experimental Vaccine, the word experimental. experimental, till 2022 and 2023, one of them. You cannot mandate an experiment. You can't mandate a vaccine at all. But to mandate an experimental vaccine, you cannot do that. That is a violation of your natural rights. Now, when we're looking at these vaccines, Gabe, there is a lot 
of issues that are Huge. coming out with bleeding. Huge. Platelets the, being at a zero count. You have millions of platelets in your body. Millions. Dr. Gregory Michael, 56-year-old physician, amazing man. He worked with kids. He was a children's doctor. They found uh, February 10th that he had zero platelets in his body. This is what Pfizer's response was. Quote, we are actively investigating the case, but we do not believe at this time there is any direct connection to the vaccine. This is a healthy 56-year-old Floridian in really good health. A doctor. Do you think doctors take good care of themselves? Many of them do. This man was in tip-top shape, according to his wife, but Pfizer says there's nothing, no, there's nothing to see here. Move along. Yeah, but so what we have is this, it's, it's called ITP, and it's a disorder, and it usually starts by someone noticing how easily they are bleeding, mm -hmm. like slow oozing from the gums or the nose, or bruises showing up without trauma, all right? But rarely do platelets drop below 20,000. But in this case, people are getting this vaccine, and they are experiencing, in some cases, Gabe, zero. That's incredible. Zero platelets in the blood. Yeah. That is shocking. The reason why, it, uh, basically, thrombocytopenia means there is no blood clotting whatsoever. So, and as far as it being idiopathic, the cause, in many cases for other people, is, is an, an unexplainable cause. But the commonality for everyone that's suffering this is they've all taken the vaccine. But, and unfortunately, right now what we're seeing is, you know, these, these vaccine manufacturers and government officials and the talking heads in the media they're following this this sort of mantra if you don't take a temperature how will you find the fever in other words if you don't critically look at the actual recorded patient damage we won't find our products to be defective wow this this reminds me of when nancy pelosi said we have to pass the bill so we can find out what's in it right and you said earlier something to the effect of if you don't take a temperature you can't find a fever what what did they mean by that so it's, it's, it comes from this book. It's called The House of God, and it's a sarcastic maxim of, of this idea that you, if you don't look at the temperature, you're not going to be able to find the fever, right? So if you don't look at the evidence to suggest that your product is damaging people, well, then everything is good. Wow. It, it, it's truly terrifying when you're thinking about this, but they are pushing every single person they can to get the COVID-19, and they are discounting any dangers, right? When we, when we looked at what happened with Johnson & Johnson, right, we're going to take a small pause because these people, and I heard even conservative talk show hosts, and shame on them for saying, we don't even necessarily know that these individuals died from this vaccine, so I don't think we should pause this. No, absolutely not. To do no harm, that is what medicine is all about, to do no harm. And if we have uh, the slightest suspicion that these vaccines might be damaging and killing people, then we need to stop it. And we, we cannot mandate, we cannot force people to take this against their will. Didn't, in your opinion, it take a very long time for the vaccine to come out? We waited and waited and waited. Once it finally came out, there was no pandemic, in my opinion, going on. It had slowed down through through caution, through hand washing, through even, I will say this, even a little bit of social distancing did help. But we did not need a vaccine. With the vaccine that they're pushing, we have to be saying to ourselves, why are they doing this? Why are they pushing so hard? So keep that in mind. Caleb and I, we suspect we're not visionaries or prophets on this. I'm not using the gift of prophecy, but something is coming there. I don't know whether it's an agenda for the future outbreak or whether it's something they're even putting in this vaccine. I don't know why. Why you got to ask yourself, why do they want me to take this thing so bad if there's not even a causation for it? 
You know, I am actually going to disagree with you. This vaccine was pushed through extremely fast. Operation Warp Speed. All right. When you're looking at the history of vaccines, True. some of these vaccines were developed 50 years. Okay. They didn't actually use animals when actually looking at this and seeing how it would affect yeah, people. Yeah, they went straight and in to fact, trial. Those of us, and I, I can't include myself in this, so those of you who have actually taken this vaccine, your participants in a stage four FDA trial with this vaccine. Every single one of you who've taken it, you are still at guinea pig lab rat status. And when we're looking at this, there's incredible data in here, Gabe. We need to be looking at chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine. Yes. Okay. In India, they actually did a, a, a study on this and they actually had 10,000 police officers and they gave it to, I believe, 4,600 individuals. Not a single one of them died. It was just a low level dose, daily dose of hydroxychloroquine. And not a single one of those individuals died. And within the test group of these 10,000, the only deaths were those that were not taking this. Now, India is the most populated yeah, country you'd think India in would the have world. A massive op- That's what I thought when I, when I saw all of this going down. I thought India was going to be dead because they have, I'll just be honest without being racist, it is not the cleanest environment. And it, they, they, they are so packed in there. Their subway systems. How are you going to social distance in New Delhi, Caleb? Yeah, right. That's a great question. But the numbers show here that they they stopped widespread through hydroxychloroquine, which is H HCQ. Yes. And so the question that everybody needs to be addressing and asking is let's face that eight hundred pound gorilla in the room. Right? The question to be asked is with all of this data, what's the motive? Are they in fact trying to kill us? All right, Gabe, I wanted to get over to Second Chronicles because I think the last three minutes of the show here, we need to get into the Bible here. And the Bible has a, a lot to say about trusting man over trusting God. So we're going to go over to Second Chronicles chapter 16. And I'm going to hand the mic over to you. Yeah, so there's a particular story of a King Asa. Everyone out there, this is one of the kings of Judah. It says, verse 7, it says, At that time Hananiah the seer came to Asa, king of Judah, and said to him, Because, check this out, because you have relied on the king of Aram. Okay, this king of Aram helped Asa and have not relied on the Lord your God. For that reason, the army of the king of Aram has escaped from your hand. Were not the Ethiopians and the Lubim an immense army with many chariots and horsemen? Yet because you relied on the Lord, he handed them over to you. For the eyes of the Lord, this is a very famous scripture right here. Catch this. And a lot of people use this even on a day-to-day basis because they, they think, you know, God is watching, and which, which he is. For the eyes of the Lord roam throughout the earth so that he may string, strongly support those whose heart is completely his. This is, this is a prophet. Hananiah speaking to him, he says, you have acted foolishly in this. Indeed, from now on, you will have wars. Then Asa was angry. And with that, he put the seer in prison for he was enraged at him. And Asa mistreated some of the people at that time. Now, here we're, here's where it becomes relevant to what we're talking about right now in verse 12, Gabe. Verse 12, it says, in the 39th year of his reign, Asa became diseased in his feet. Very interesting. His disease was severe, yet even in his disease, he did not seek the Lord, but who, Caleb? The physicians. Physicians. This is interesting. So could you say that that's a science of sorts? Yes, absolutely. That's the, that's the accepted science, the physicians. And, and it goes on to continue to point out that he dies of this disease because he did not 
seek the Lord. And as Christians, Gabe and I are by no means saying, all you do is pray. If, if you get cancer, just pray, pray, pray. No, no. God has established these positions. They're working through his established science. True. God is science. Okay? God has created science. So we're not saying that. But seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. He don't, trusted the wrong guy. Don't live in the state of fear, right, where you are under extreme panic because this virus might kill you. Seek the Lord. The Lord will give you peace in your heart. Seek the physicians, but only the physicians that are following God's laws. Absolutely. I just want to say a prayer to anybody out there who is struggling. This is an internal conflict in your marriage or your family or your in-laws or your kids. You don't want to cause ruffling of feathers. They're pressuring you to get the vaccine. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray wisdom for families. God, help people to break free from pressure from man and live for you alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Church and State is brought to you in part by Covenant Church. Always remember the tree of liberty is most likely a birch. And with that, Church and State is out. God bless and hold fast to the Lord Jesus Christ. themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then will